everyone. Uh, we are finally ready to roll. It's like nothing ever happened. No, it's not like we went for two hours of prep time. It's fine. I'm Tiffany the DM. This is our 5e homebrew game set in the continent of Ivir on the world of Etria. And we'll go to... We'll start with McKenna. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm Henna. I play Luna. And I don't know if Michael has a Twitter handle set up for me yet or not. <laughs> it's all part of the plan. Or part of it. You can find it at, at it is, We're here. <laughs> we're here. We're here. Uh, I guess I'll go next. Sure. Uh, hi, I'm, hi, everybody. I'm Michael. I play our resident druid, um, Kelly. Um, Has an affinity for using spores 
And then um, they make it back to Luna's family estate and they see vampires in Lionel's window. Well, through his window. Then, meanwhile, a second kidnapping has already happened as Ervan, who is, uh, we had a player named Tarina and she died, but we're playing, but her brother Ervan is an NPC in this campaign. So um, he and Kayanthi were in the woods looking for Kayanthi's lost cat, Jinx. Turns out the feline friend was a spy for Keanthe's eldest brother, Thranian. And Thranian takes Keanthe and Airman captive with the help of his wife, Samira, a skilled mage. Thranian tells Keanthe that she and him are descended from dragons and that Dragon Grandpa, I'm pretty sure we dubbed him like Grand Dragon or something. Grand Dragon. That Grand Dragon wants her home since his children are his horde and he will never ever let them go. No, Okay, so um, we're gonna go and start off with Kayanthi Aravin, who um, Samira has just erected a small magical fort. It's like um, a cylindrical sort of tower thing. There are two levels to it. Uh, she also put some um, some sort of magical barrier in the immediate area around it as well. <laughs> Cats can never be trusted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and in the four, the four of you cram into the small room. It's little more than a kitchenette and a sleeping cot. Um, Sumira takes Araban upstairs with her giant snake friend that came from her staff. Um, <clears throat> oh, no, she doesn't do that yet. Well, we're just going to recap a little bit. So, um... Thranian says to Miro, would you take Aravan up and give me and my sister some time alone? And Samira responds, oh, a moment, if you will. And then she places her staff against the ladder and whispers something to it. You watch as the wood extends slowly and gains supple scales and turns into a giant snake. Then the snake wraps around Aravan, takes him up, and she goes up after him. <clears throat> it's just you and Thranian all alone. <laughs> Kayanthi is so awkward. <laughs> yes, it is so awkward. As awkward as a kidnappy can be. Um, yeah, you can cut the tension with a knife. Like, you um, make an inside check. Just be fun. You have a knife because you're. Those are fun. Hold on. I got this. Hold on. I got this. Ah, okay. I, have, I rolled 19, and her insight should be good. Oh, okay. So you, you look at him, you see that there's this little like almost hidden smirk and you can pretty much to tell that he's he's enjoying making you feel uncomfortable <sighs> and in that case then <laughs> was he sitting down or something or what um he um he basically like is getting he's like pulling out stuff to like make for dinner you see him just pull out like vegetables to like chop and he starts saying like Sister, you've been a handful. And he pulls out this long knife. Hopper timed. Okay, Kayanthi sees that he's being spug and gets a little mad. Okay, she's getting mad, yeah. He's getting a little mad, so she's gonna go and try to, like, own as much of the, the conversation that she wants. <laughs> uh, so he's pulling out this little knife, right? Okay, well, Kayanthi, you know how pleasant and polite she is. She's gonna keep her hands clasped. She goes and sits, uh, you know, right there, uh, I imagine there's like a chair. There's so in the center of the room, there's a table and there are benches and basically he's 
like sitting on one side of the table and you're on the other side of the table. Unless you want to like move. Okay, well I'm not gonna sit into it, but I'm gonna be standing beside him at the table, kind of just like eyeing whatever he's trying to do over there. And Campy is just going to say, Are you sure you shouldn't let Samara cook? I don't trust you in the kitchen. <laughs> he's like Oh, well, you shouldn't trust me. And then he just... Um, that's what I was saying. Sometimes you have parts that you have to cut off. And he goes and just eyes you and just cuts the end of the care off and then flicks it into the waste bin. And... Oh, no, it's a potato. Sorry, it's a potato. Um, and then he starts to just, like, peel the potato. Just casually. <laughs> Okay, well, Kayanthi is just gonna, like, you know, uh, just watch him and, like, hold eye contact and try not to look intimidated at all. <laughs> and as he's peeling the potato, he, he just continues, like, order, for example, and then he just kind of lets the potato peel, like, fall into the trash. That too blows up because it's major slaver grenade. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I- Sometimes we need to be hauled in a certain way, and he starts to just cut the dice the potato. But in the end, we're all in the same pot. And he's like just kinda like takes the cut the dice the dice board and yes, I did so I retconned from um, carrot to potato. That or he just cut the carrot really fast. Um, so now the potatoes are going into the pot. And he starts the like little fire element in the stove so it starts to heat. Sometimes we take others into our cause. Okay, here's where the carrot comes in. Okay, I know there's a carrot somewhere. <laughs> now it's a carrot! <laughs> Gosh. Uh, which Samira? Excellent example. Uh, addition. And it's at this point. <laughs> a very important potato, Scott, yes. It's at this point you can hear Briotria come in your mind. <sighs> Why do you listen to this bluster? Just kill him and he die. <laughs> okay, alright. Right now. <laughs> okay, well then, Kayapi is just gonna like. Uh, can she like talk back? Yeah, she can talk back. Okay. She's like always with me. <laughs> okay, um, well, in that case, Kayapi. Kayapi is just like, her eyes are gonna be like wide and like, just kill him. She's like, um, excuse me. Um, she's gonna say back, well, I have to see what's going on next. I can't just dash into something I don't understand. And Briotra, you can sort of like feel her. It's. You feel her as a hum, like I've mentioned before, but it kind of turns into like this disgruntled hum. And she says, It would be easier if he were just dead. Trust me. Family ties would stop him from doing something horrible to you. And then the flash of her own tortured body nailed to the tree flat, um, echoes in your mind. Ooh, cool. Anyways, no, doesn't say cool. Um, no, I'm saying she's cool, like just like that way, staring at her brother. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, so Kanthi like just sees that and it's just like um, well, she swallows, uh, you know, quietly and just you know, casually looks around like 
I imagine Pussy had tied up before. No, he didn't tie you up. No, you're not. Oh, I've been, I've been totally like over about it. Yeah, he was like, he has airman, so he doesn't think you're gonna do anything. Uh, he's white. Uh, <laughs> um, alright then. We'll count the cook in there. Um, okay, let's, I'm gonna make an educated, Candace's gonna make an educated guess, hopefully, where she's gonna go wander into the kitchen, pull out some seasoning, and like, dump it into the pot. Persuasion on that. Let's try it out. Hold on. Here's my persuasion thing. I forgot what that looks like. Oh, okay. Let's try it, girl. I really hope she's casting pressure digitation on everything there. (laughs) Actually, can I do? I can do pressure digitation on it. Uh, yeah, 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 you can. can. Okay, okay, I'm doing that. Okay. I'm gonna presentation <laughs> because I could change the flavor of something. Okay, what do you want to taste like? Okay, well I'm just Well, I'm gonna be very nice. Um, and just like reach over maybe he's, is he like taking something like a spoon to his mouth? Can you do that? Uh yeah, sure, sure. He is just like tasting it and Okay, as he as he puts it to his mouth, Kayanthi is just gonna like flick out her hand and the spoonful will sparkle with like this weird kind of prismatic red uh, teal kind of look and when he puts it to his mouth it's gonna taste like very like uh rich like so rich it's almost too much mm-hmm. okay are you trying to be subtle about that no i'm trying to like show him like i can do i can do things in front of you just to affect you but it's gonna be like you know a try it's attempts to another power play okay uh <laughs> <laughs> all right so he takes a, a sip and um I feel like he would, I mean, you're not being subtle about it, and he, so, like, he knows you're adjusting the flavor of the soup, and, um, I don't know, I think he'd just ignore you. (laughs) The pot cannot be completed without a few essential ingredients, as he just kind of, like, puts the spoon down, (laughs) like, salt. Brings out the flavor. Can I also roll perception to see where he's writing down this little, uh, this little script he's got is it laying on his hand? <laughs> yeah, you can make his hand. Make a perception. Make a perception check. Yeah, a big one. Like whispering, pretending. This is what you say. So the session is going wild. Okay. You're rolling for spice, and now you're rolling for script. <laughs> <laughs> right, either way, I rolled an eighteen for. Okay. See if he has it written on his hand or something. He, it's it's not written on his hand. He just has. Many years of being a high elven prick. So he's, <laughs> he's oh, that's his many talents. Yeah. All right. Uh, it brings out the flavor of, of otherwise tasteless things, and it kind of like looks at you. Eric's pouring sugar. The audacity. You brought me here, and you don't even let me change your stinking food. You, the cheat. (laughs) 
He's got some cheek. Or, um... And then he, he, go, he reaches over and pulls just, like, a, a rabbit off the, the wall that's been, like, hanging to be... To be it's been scared, it just hasn't been cut. Or... Or meat. Some sacrifices have to be made. And he just hacks the, this rabbit apart. And just puts it into the pot. Fur and all? No, it's been skinned. It was pretty skinned. Okay. <laughs> yes. And then he um kinda just takes it with some of the some of the spices off the rack and uh it's I don't know how he's freaking noble. How does it know what cook that well, but yeah. He, he picks, like, red hot chili peppers for some reason and, like, puts them in. <laughs> and then, um, without, like, blanching at all, he looks at you and he says, Did anyone tell you how father died? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Alright, then, um, Kayanthi, uh, yeah. Just for a quick recap, Kathy has like very little contact with her actual parents, and so she's gonna be just staring at him, saying, "Well, excuse me, how father died? When? What? What are you talking about?" So your dad has been gone um, for a long time. Like he, um, he. Yeah, you don't were raised by my siblings, right? Yeah, you were raised by your siblings because your your parents were only on family business or your a lot of your early memories are f- very fuzzy. Um and Thranian sort of just casually I feel like it'd be like the male equivalent of like looking at his nails. Um Look at his nails. Okay, yeah. You can look at his, like, perfectly manicured nails. Good, he should. He should have manicured yeah. nails. He's fabulous. We wish he was gross and rude. <laughs> and match his attitude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's perfect. Yes. He died because mother and him tried to run away with their love child. You. More guilt. <laughs> they try to. I'm just priding that. Yeah. You know, and he's he like he 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 takes a, another rabbit and try to stow you away from grandfather's watchful eye to make sure delusions and to make sure such delusions were crushed. Grandfather had father killed to keep mother in check. Well, Kayanthi wasn't sitting before. She would probably sit down now. She's not doing well to, uh, try to... She, she, was, she was trying to, like, keep hold of the conversation. Now she's kind of just like, what is this even right now? Yeah. And then... Have a seat. I see you a chair somewhere. Yeah, as soon as you sit, he just looks at you smugly and then says, I think I've said enough. And then lets you just stew. <laughs> The stew on the stove. Yeah. Yeah. He's cooking flies. Cooking for, you know. Yeah. And 
does he walk away? No, he's still just kind of He's just... Mango. Tastes like dirt. <laughs> because okay. Cayenne pepper and peppermint. Yeah, cayenne peppermint tea. Good heavens. You guys are having more fun. That's great. Alright, then, okay, well, Penelope, it like, takes like maybe a few seconds just to be absolutely shocked. Like, she never really thought about her parents at all, so it's just like, oh, you know, like, why? Because they just weren't there, you know? Um, anyway. So, Kayanthi is gonna stand back up again and go back over to Thrani and, and just be like, How long has. When did this happen? And he just sort of looks up and he's like, mm-hmm. Well, you would have been. He basically would have been the element who could have won it for like five. Okay. Yeah, so you're really, really young. Still big. He was like, Yeah, yeah, pretty. It's like kindergarten. Pre kindergarten. I don't know how old kids are. Uh, it's just like, mm, you would have been in your elementary days, just beginning your studies. And you seem like, like, he was for another, like, taste of this. Okay. Well, remind me, because I always forget my own family tree. Okay. Um, we each of us have the same parents, or from what you're implying. Is Randy and like a different, like a half sibling? Are they half sibling? Is it the same parents? No, they're the same parents. Because you're yeah. the youngest. Alright, then Kayanthi is just gonna be like, it sounds like you've already accepted this from so long. Just sort of shrugs. Father always did try to test grandfather's will. And you come from, um, you, the direct line goes through your mother. Yeah. So he killed a, a son in law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Um, can Kayanthi do another insight check to figure out what she can even say to rattle this man? Um, how about you do um, a perception check instead, Ryan? Okay. Sounds good to me. Oh dear. That doesn't sound as better as good to me anymore. Um, to do math now. I think that's a oh 13 I rolled a 13 okay so you kind of sit there and like just stew you know stew for a little bit like wow this is a lot to process dad died because it's you and me and you know like how does this work out and how are you gonna get out of here and you're just looking out the window and through the window you see this glimpse of um a face it looks familiar to you. Make a history check. Historical. Mm. Historical. Alright. Well, you're trying to, like. <laughs> just say short. Wait, what? Nothing. Sorry, Scott's just making me laugh. Thank you, Scott. Alright. So, the history check, right? Mm hmm. Gosh, I rolled a nine. Ooh. Okay, well. Um, you. It wasn't, yeah, I mean, I think you'd remember it anyway. Um, this face is reminiscent of, you're like, was that Tarita? That's weird. She's, she's absolutely dead. And, um, the face kind of, like, peeks in again. And you see that it's a half-elven woman with one brown eye and one green eye. 
who uh, she has a small nose and a little sharp slip of the mouth, freckled face, and dark hair. And then you hear a voice in your head say, uh, Hey, um, I know Alia. Yeah, you get that? And you see her eyes like look at Theranian. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Very comedically, Kathy's got her eyes and be like, uh, uh, left, right. Um, and she's gonna say, in her mind, unfortunately so. And I have a friend that's being held captive upstairs. Oh. And then, um, she, uh, she kind of like goes away for a second, and you're like, where did this random go? And a couple like minutes pass by. And then she pops back into the, uh, the window again. You just, like, just see her, like, poker. There's, like, this much of a face. Just above the eyes, and you hear the, the voice in your head again. Hey, there's a whole snake upstairs. Oh, also, there's a guy that's tangled up. And also, do you know Jero? Wait, what was the last question? Do you know Arturo? Oh. <laughs> okay. Kathy, guy, how they all the Yeah, that's that's the beautiful thing. Yeah, yes. Because me All right. Well, Kathy also remembers Arturo, except he remembers a different kind of handsome over there. Um, Kathy is just gonna, you know, like, uh, yes. Uh, uh, I know there's a big snake. Uh, that man tied up is my friend. And uh, why do you know Achiro? And um, <laughs> as you're focusing on um, her, Thranian uh, is just like, Cam uh, Julie, pay attention. God, you're such an airhead. He's <laughs> just like, get over here and make yourself useful. <laughs> <laughs> then okay. we'll cut to the other okay. place, unless you want to RP or something. Nah, I tried. It didn't work, so. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to switch over to basically battle. So we're going to hop over to roll 20. So back at the Arnold Estate, Jade charges ahead uh, in your will form and you come up with a house. Okay. I'm just Did doing... I to send you your copy of the house map? Um, yeah. No, I spent like 20 hours on that. It's fun to run around inside of... Oh. I'm cry. <laughs> well, um... Well, I don't know, we'll do a dream sequence as we walk through or something, I don't know. Um... Well, anyway, I have a map. Sorry. She um, she charges up to the house. You go through the orchard. Lionel's room is lit up, so his room's over here in the corner. Boop. Um, is that at least accurate? Is he on the corner? Or because like he's on the. Is he like on the other other corner? Pretend. Oh, it was on the left side, not the right side. Oh, okay. Um, I can just mirror this, maybe. No, we'll just call it stage left. Stage left. Stage left. Stage left. Oh, what I can, I can just um, 
It's kind of a funky shaped building. Funky shape. Alright, now here's the this is the um now this is the, the front of the house. See the square is that's the front of the house. And then here's Lionel's room on the the uh left side. That's technically left. Technically, yeah. Okay. And there we go. We'll just pop these guys over here in the, in the window so you guys can see inside, like I was mentioning. <sighs> okay, so just for clarified, uh, this is Jade. I'm using Luna's old icon because I was like, well, she's gonna look like Luna. <laughs> and then Galak is Kiara's old icon, and the both of you are on. Uh, cool. Alright, so. As you're brightening up, uh, oh, you can see four figures, one in green, one in crimson, and one in black, and the other a shirtless Lionel, and he just doesn't sleep with a shirt, so. Yeah. Yeah. That was his doing. That was his doing. No one else, yeah, like, they didn't strip him, okay? It's not weird. <laughs> and, um, without even, like, like blinking, Locke pulls out his heavy crossbow and aims, he's like, oh, not my best friend, and then <laughs> shoots three consecutive shots. Um, and they are launched through the air and burst through the window pane. Come on, just put her there. There. It breaks the window. Breaks the window, and um, he would have disadvantage because he's exhausted, but because he's a neat little thing that lets him have an advantage on his first round, it's just a straight shot. So he hits her, and she takes the first impact, turns and looks at the party, the the second embeds into her thigh, and the, the final hit hits her in the shoulder, and she approaches the windows and pulls out the arrows from... Well, he would have disadvantage on attack rolls. <laughs> Not until, like, that's three points of exhaustion. There's only skill checks on the Oh, okay, well, he hit her anyway. <laughs> he could've critted. No. <laughs> I was like, no, those rolls. <laughs> um... Yes, so she barges to the window, she um, pulls out the the arrows, and then you see this flash of blue magic ripple from the sky. This dark form, clouds form. Blue energy crackles from it and cascades in a sickening pale blue light. So now everyone needs to make con saves. I am ready. Oh, that's pretty terrible. What's a 17 plus 5? That's a 22. <laughs> I got 15. For some flavor, uh, when Kiara comes riding up with uh, Jade, uh, Ellie, and uh, McKenna are entreated to the visage of her just covered in blood without her armor, and she's just, she looks bedraggled. No one casts press digitation on Kiara, but she looks. You don't see any wounds on her. She looks okay, despite the fact that she's well, in blood. Covered in blood. It's okay. It's not. Blood. It's fine. It's not bad. Okay. <laughs> not the point. <laughs> yeah, you guys. Wow, you guys feel pretty good conscious. She then pulls the curtain closed. <laughs> Rude. 
<laughs> so anyone anyone under uh, 18 got, gets 30 points of radiant damage and one level of exhaustion. 30? Yep, that's sickening radiance for you. Oh, dang. Alright, so... But people who make the save don't take any damage. Oh, great. Did we make it? No. no, it's a save or suck spell, so if you... Save or suck. Yep. <laughs> so you save, so you're... I, if you're within 10 feet of me, you only take... You're covering this thing to it. Bang it. You stay with us. You only take <laughs> Boom. Um, Jane takes the uh, full damage and drops to her knees. <sighs> She's okay. Uh, Golok manages to dodge out of the way. Oh, I didn't roll for the dog. Oh no. Oh, oh. Dog. Dog rolls that 20. Oh, dog rolls that 20. Uh, Koo. Koo rolled a 10. Oh no. Uh, he's within 10 feet of me, so. Okay, so he takes, um, 15. Uh, how much your dire rolls have? I didn't, I didn't check that. Uh, there's no six. No, no, six eight. No, it's 40, 40 something. It's like 49. I mean, sorry, not 49, 39. It's 39. Because you transformed into deer wolves. Yeah. Deer wolves. It's 37. 37. I was just. 37. Alright, I should bring that over here. There you go. Okay, so, uh, cool. uh, the wolf, uh, lets out this, and, um, but is still running, so we'll have everyone uh, roll for their initiative now. <laughs> Styling at six. Okay. Okay, Olivian. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a fight. I'm not even going to be able to do that. I mean, we're already using all the bad words right now. <laughs> and Leanne, what is your... 24. Alright, cool. Okay. And, uh, so, at the top of the round, we have Luna. Okay. Um, is there any window I can see through so that I can see stuff in? Or is it too tall? Um, they, they close all the windows. All the... So what's the initiative? It is Luna. And, um... Then the vampires, then, um, Golok, 
and Ellie and Kiara and Jean. And everyone else. Alright. writing it on my table. I don't have any paper right now. <laughs> that just stays that way. Alright, Luna, do you know what you want to do? You can run in through your, your door. Yeah, but that's going to take like four turns to get up there. Three or four. Alright, that's fine. That's it. Uh, you can Point within range, so it doesn't need to be kind of easy. Okay, I'll cast Moonbeam on them. Okay. Moonbeam! It's a Luna special. Um. So, where are you putting it? I am putting it. I, I, right here. I, I want to point out that they just represent them being in the room. You don't actually know where they are in the room. The windows are closed. Okay, I'll put it where I last saw them. Okay. Or where I saw them through the window talking to them. Okay. They probably would have gone back there. Okay. Um, I'll roll to see. I'll roll to see who. Yes. Okay. So you you place your your moonbeam down, and you hear a cry of pain. So you got at least one of them. So roll your damage. Um, they take damage when they start their turn there, or the first time they enter it on the turn. Okay. I always think that's weird, but that's cool. All right, is that your turn? Um. Yes. Okay. Um. Alright. You, um. Next up, it's the Crimson Lady, Amarantha, Rune, and Lionel. And you don't know what happens. Gil is going to. Galak is going to go, and it's because he can just scale freaking windows um, without any problems. He's just gonna. He's just gonna, like, start. He's just gonna start parkouring up the house. And, um. Sorry, I have to bring up his. Um, man, I need like a third screen to do this. Hang on. Uh, bring this over here. He's gonna use pretty much all of, all of his movements. Lionel is on the third floor. Oh, there's so much math. Okay. Um, we'll say that. Um, Let's mark if we blow a hole open in the side of the building and we get a trap. 
He's super, yeah, Glock's super fast. He can go like 90 per six seconds. So, you see him just like zoom up the side of the house. And, um, let's see if I his external be at the window. Scaling up like three stories. Okay. Sorry. Boop. And then it's Ellen Jail's turn. Ooh, it's my turn. <sighs> uh, okay, okay, okay. So, we saw some movement through the windows, and they, like, just closed the windows, right? Yeah, close the, the blinds, basically. They just pulled the curtains. Um, I, I turned towards... towards Kara, and, like, I see that she's not looking well, like... You're not looking well, like... Do we want to just charge in? She sort of looks at Ellie, and Ellie has probably never seen Kiara in a mood. Like, when uh, Oda was around, she was pretty miffed, but only person who saw most of that hostility was Uncle Rian. So when she looks at Ellie, she does look pretty ticked off, but uh, she rearranges her face, like, just as she sort of, like, flares over, but she's like, oh, to be, like, more, like, determined rather than ticked off. So she just looks at her, she's just like, oh, I'm riding on a good heel. So, <laughs> after you. Okay. So I'm quite sure. <laughs> okay. And then I'm just going to, like, take a step forward in front of um, Kiara, and I'm going to throw out a, a couple of Wooden swords and slam myself on the ground as I'm going to do. Yep. So we're going to do conjure animals. We're going to have two big old dire wolves, and they're going to be right in front of the um, either the drawer or the window. I'm not sure what makes sense if it's cramped out. All right. Um, we're going to just make them these guys. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to make them these dudes. We're just going to make them green. Ellie's friends are green. Alright. Alright. Oop. Save saving settings. Okay, so you wanna put them by we'll put one by the window and like one by the door, if that's what you wanna do. Um uh, sure. Cool. And then bonus action, I am just gonna raise my hand and I'm gonna suck one of my spirit totems. And I'm gonna do um
It's uh, 60 feet. Alright, 60 feet. Save setting. Okay. Boom. Alright, so everyone to the aura. Cool. And. Is there a turn? Yeah, that's my turn. Okay. Uh, Jade is gonna pull up her. And I, I rolled a 13 for the wolves. So I guess I'm next time. Yeah. Jade's gonna pull up her spirit. She's gonna cast that um, healing spirit and regain some hit points. Oh, cool. She got um, six six back. And then we'll put her um, oh, her little spirit's gonna be this rat thing, and we're gonna make it. We're also gonna make it. Um, a fine color for him. Alright, we'll make a thing. Let's make it. Oh. Alright, to make such a big thing. And, um, she's, uh, just for color, uh, yeah, I think that's all I'm gonna have her do. Okay. Then is. Oh, okay, cool. So, this is fun. <clears throat> From the doors. Oh, wait, is it my turn? Oh, is it? Yes, yes, you're after Ellen Green. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just skipped to the Oh, no, it's all good. I just want to double check because I'll, I'll space out. I'll space out until I'll space out until the next round if you let me. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, yeah, this is good. This is good. Wait, I have a turn, right? <laughs> okay, uh, so Kiara is um, pretty fast with the cantrips. Uh, ooh, wait, do I have to see them? Mm-hmm. I have to see them? Yeah. Alright, so, uh, she's going to advance upon the building. Her speed is 30 feet, so... Okay. get closer. Alright, so, go. And go. You go up to the front door. Oops. I mean, I got... Uh, I mean, yeah, you can attempt to climb it if you want. I can, but, uh... Is it a free action if I throw an axe through the window? Um, are you just doing it for flavor, or are you trying to hit something? Flavor, and I'm tired of that window being closed. I'm like, oh yeah, will you close the window? <laughs> no more window. Yeah, sure, you can throw an axe in it. fireball at the window. <laughs> so, you throw the axe, and it breaks the window, and the curtain kind of goes, like, flaps a little, and settles back down. <laughs> I had a fireball. <laughs> Okay, okay, so, um... Alright, so you have to, like, run over here and start, uh, climbing up the window. So, um... <laughs> I got 30 speed, so... You got 30 speed, um, well, I just had you over here, so you just have most of your movement. You need 25 to get over there. Well, I can do one, two, three, four, five, yeah. Five to get there, because the window is, like, right there, the one that you broke. Um, so you have five more movement, I just want to do an action surge, and then you can climb up about 20 feet. And then each 
Each story is like 10, ten feet tall, because they're tall people. Um, so you get to the second story. Just so my turn trying to fly. Yeah, I can do that. particular focus right now. <laughs> she she's all about a mission. Okay. Moving on a mission. Here deliver a letter. <laughs> okay. Now we're at Kiara, is that your turn? That is my turn. Okay. Okay. Sure tax, but I, I don't think there's any more windows I can handle with right now. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> um okay, so um from from the front doors comes out we have we have Lord Mark coming out his eyes glow a strange blue color and then Anita and Bernadette also come out who are um Members of the household, they're maids. Also, their eyes glow a strange blue color. And, um, you see... Who's <laughs> just initiative? Okay, it's actually Paige. Uh, Paige looks at Ellie, and then she runs at you screaming, You won't come inside, I just mopped the floors! And then she's gonna try to grapple you. And I pre-rolled this, so... 13. Yes! She's gonna try to grapple you. Hey. Uh, okay. That's a 13 to hit. Uh, it's a contested strength, so... Oh, yeah, because she's grappling you. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, that does not do it for me. Yeah, I rolled a 3. Yeah, so you are now, uh, grappled by, uh, Paige. And Paige is crossing through the unicorn's threat range can be seen <laughs> as an attack on our No! Yeah! Our best like plans, pony! Um, she let's see, I had her pop out here. Okay, so she was just out of the, the range. Um, and then um well we're gonna have Bernadette just um chase uh, okay. She's just gonna go over to your your dire wolf and um how, how smart are these people right now? I'm gonna roll for how smart she is right now. I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll. Oh so, please. 
She is not very smart right now. She is gonna go and try to uh, grapple this dire wolf. And <laughs> yeah, uh, so she rolled a 14. It's pretty good. Pretty good given her civilian stats. She thinks there's a dire wolf and it should be stopped, so she's gonna do it. It's just not intelligent. Some yeah. big dog, you know, we see them all the time, just say no and slap them on the nose, and they're usually gone. Not this one. It's a green dive. So, roll, roll, uh, strength check for your dire rolls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna yeah, it's still gonna grapple. Take that, Come on. There we go. That's a big 21. Okay, she does not grapple. Yeah, she like has kind of like a broom and is trying to like get in his mouth to um kind of like be grappled. Uh, it doesn't work very well. Um let's see. And then okay, so one of these Alright. McKenna, where do the dire wolves sleep? I know Dozer, Dozer sleeps on the inside, probably. Most of them sleep on the, in like a little kennel. It's like, it's kind of a makeshift garage. It's kind of like dirt and straw and stuff. Okay. Uh, is it, what side of the house is it on? Uh, the same side as the one. Oh, okay. Well, Alright, so what happens is it's just texting. Okay, so Lord Mark comes out, his eyes are blazed with a strange glowing blue, and he says, It's time for your intensity training. And he pulls out his sword. Um Dad, and then out behind him, um, Dozer comes out, and I had Dozer like roll with advantage to resist this command, but, uh, Lord Mark's the alpha, so he, he, Lord Mark follows attack, and Dozer comes out looking pretty confused, but does go and attack, so he's gonna, um, can I come over here? I don't think he'd attack, um, G or, or Luna, but he's not familiar with Ellie. No, Dozer. So, those are just gonna roll to attack Ellie. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, let's see how that goes. Um, he rolled a 14. That's not it. Okay, yeah, Ellie, you, you know, even with, um, this dire wolf, Weighing in and trying to, like, he's kind of fat, you know, he's, he's the house dog, and he's, he's a little slow, so you can watch the person trying to grapple you into the dog. <laughs> yeah, you kind of, like, roll over your body, you know, and, <laughs> and, um, next up is Lord Park, who, I don't know who we originally had him attack the lock, because they have history. But, um, can he find the drop scaling of the building? It's like, where's Waldo in the night? <laughs> <It was> squirrely. 
Yes, you and the wolf. Well, you're grappled, so not you, but your dire wolf does as he's leaving melee. damage, and then he adjusts his hands and swings again, and the dog yelps, taking another 13 points of damage. So, who is uh, pretty much out of it? Uh, we'll say that Ku collapses um, and I love animals, so he's not dead yet, he's unconscious. And I believe he has a third hit. Um, he just attacked 
Koo. Okay. Yeah, so Koo is, Koo is unconscious. He got a nat 20 on me? Yeah, he got a nat 20 on you. Before I cast my first one. Yes. Okay. Um, do you... Oh, okay, I rolled... No, okay, yeah, you're right, I can't put that on you because I rolled before I did it, so you don't get Hunter's Mark. I think you have to put Hunter's Mark on it before you know your roll. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to find his weapon attack. That's a long sword, so it'd be D8. Okay. Okay. Okay, well, he does, um, six plus... That's five, so that's 11 points of damage, as he slides it across you. Um, and then he looks at you and says, oh, I almost forgot, I can't hold back for you, and then you're marked with Hunter Spark, so next time. Okay. Next, that should complete his turn. Yes. Uh, okay, yeah, we're back to the top. Luna. Did the person who I hit with the um, moonbeam have their turn yet? What's the big damage? You're a roll for damage. Okay. That's my big pocket. Okay, yeah. I don't think that makes it. Uh, 16? Okay. Yeah, 16, 16, what's damaged? Okay, alright. 13 radiant damage is received, and um, you do not hear screaming anymore, so they probably moved. I'm gonna misty step over to the closest door. Okay. Um, Bonus action. Yeah, there's piles of like bodies, so hang on. Alright. Oh, all right, there you go. You're by the front door. Just piles of okay. bodies, something everyone wants to hear. And I guess I'm just gonna dash two, and I guess halfway up the spiral staircase of the stairwell that goes up to the third floor. Okay. And on the second floor in between the two stairs. Okay, I'm using your full action to, to get there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um... We will move over to the other map, I guess. We don't move over to. I made another map. Move over to. Okay, so they're not here. Not here. Not here. There's Lionel Broom. Um, it's supposed to be like the the broom that connects the greenhouse to like the upstairs or something, um, but we could make this the, like, top, the second floor, or the, um, here we go, the stairway to the second floor, because you said you're on the, I think you could just stick her, like, in the middle of the roof. Okay, I'll just stick her in the middle of the because, like, she's just going straight up to the third floor. Oh, you're not going to look her. 
Rune's white hair can be spotted as Lionel's entranced form walks across the floor in a daze. They're on the second floor. Luna darts back upstairs. Galak groans as Luna's father lands a nasty blow and his blue blood spills across the floor. Ellie is shouting outside and Luna can hear a grunt as Kiara hurls her sword at the vampire in red through the small slit of the stairwell. Take that, little Miss Red Dress. You watch the sword fly through the small opening of the stairwell, ricochet and slash the back of the woman in red. Luna hears a groan, and then the windows fly open on the second floor. The lay of this whole place, it smells like wet dog. It sounds like the vampire in red. Desperate, Luna makes a final attempt to reach her brother. She screams his name across the hall, across the space, and right up to Lionel. And she rolled a natural 20. Lionel snaps out of his charmed state and looks around. What am I doing? Rune frantically stammers, uh, Lionel, I, uh, Luna calls up to Rune, to Lionel, Rune was trying to kidnap you, like Odo did to me. Lionel calls back, oh, whoa, dude, that was so not cool. Lastly, Luna hears, oh, no one is worth this. Come on, Rune, give on to a new boy toy, let's go. Then the flutter of wings is all you hear as a colony of bats spews out from the second story and into the night. The vampires are gone. The party then gathers together in Jade Cast's healing spirit. Kiara tells the party about her encounter in the woods and how the vampires nearly killed her and Lucius. Jade agrees to send out the search party in the morning and make sure they have cleared out. The fire in the distance glows from the previous session when Kiara lit the forest on fire, and then a charmed Lord Mark comes up to start more trouble. Jade is sick of his crap and just slaps him, breaking the charm, and then it is noticed by the entire party that their bracelets from Ryuk, uh, not Ryuk, um, Ryurik, are blinking. Kayanthi's color is shining in the small stone, indicating that she is in danger. They follow the stones as they blink closer and closer to where it was last activated. There, Arturo uh, comes to them through the forest and tells him that he was in the Feywild and he saw Kayanthi being chased by a frightening man. He also says that he can bring the party through, but they have to use a fairy circle since he doesn't have enough power to bring him another party in. And once the door closes, they will have to find a new way home. With a friend in danger, the damsels agree to go in the Feywild and find Kayanthi. Jade gives Luna a few snacks, Golak and Luna share a moment together, having to part just after agreeing to be together. Luna and her dad Mark are on rough ground as he swung a sword at her. And Lionel says his goodbyes and thanks the party and ends with promising to check on Lucius. Then the party heads into the woods to find a fairy circle. That's how it ends. And I don't remember any of the things we talked about. So uh, thanks for watching and we hope you continue to do so. Hello, this is Tiffany, your DM. Thank you so much for listening to Dungeon Damsels. We really appreciate all your support. Please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. That really helps us out. And if you're interested, we also have a Patreon, as well as um, a podcast version of our show. You can find it on Spotify, TuneIn, Podcast, Podbay, Podbean, and pretty much where pod- anywhere where podcasts are. <laughs> Thank you again so much, and we hope to hear from you soon.